The Brandon Peters Show may contain explicit language and detailed plot points. For more information on the show, stay tuned to the end of the episode. Peter show and still here on This is of course our closing with a song Summer of 82 of 40 a music video series where we take a look at one of the music videos from the KCK some top 10 from our previous episode on Monday and back again who we always love to have back again. It's Jessica Alsman from Hello. the Bob and Tom Show. In here. Hi. Hello. Howdy. I introduced you going? weird. I introduced you hey. weird. All right. Hello. Hello. What do they Our- say in the 80s? All these movies you're watching. Is it like far out or heavy or what is the verbiage you hear the most? We're not to any like, well, okay. We are, haven't done really much in the way of teen movies at this point. I think, oh no, at this point we are scratching the itch of teen movies. Okay. So in the coming month we'll have Fast Times at Ridgemont High and Last American Virgin. But like of teen movies we've had, we had like Summer Lovers, which is just about a threesome on the Greek Isle in the summer. Not not a lot of teen stuff there. Um, yeah. Is there any like verbiage, like words you're hearing a lot that's like, oh, I like round heels, you don't often hear round heels anymore. Not really, but. not really. Hmm. Bunch of squares right in movies. Yeah. Not that I can recall. Not that I can recall. Um, but we're getting super local here on this one for you and I. But um Yeah. Hurt So Good was the lead singer from John Cougar's commercial breakthrough album American Fool, which also featured Jack and Diane, which I'm sitting here going, Why couldn't this have been the hit of summer of fucking eighty two? But we're here with her so good. And hand to hold on to, American Fool held on to the number one position on the charts for nine weeks. Hurt so good, wow. number two on the Billboard Hot 100. So, like, people wanted the whole album. It wasn't just a song that was popular. This thing broke through. The song landed Cougar with the Grammy Award for Best Male Rock Performance. Who did he beat out, Jessica? Can you get even one of these? Uh, Lionel Richie. I got nothing. All right. He beat out Peter Gabriel for Shock the Monkey. Dang. Don Hendley for Dirty Laundry. Our old pal Rick Springfield for I Get Excited. And Rod Stewart for Tonight I'm Yours. You set me up. I could have said Rick. I, I know. I was Ricky. I was thinking you were going to mm. go for Rick. But uh, American Fool was also nominated for Album of the Year. Who did it lose to? Yeah, I don't know. It's a band I never knew had album of the year before. I was okay. to- Toto um, for Toto really? number Toto four, the one with Africa and oh, man. Uh, Rosanna. Yeah, well, album of the year. Also, Good for no- them. yeah, also nominated Donald Fagan for Nightfly, Billy Joel for the Nylon Curtain, and Paul McCartney's Tug of War. Let's see here. So John Cougar. Some of you might be like, "Who the fuck, John Cougar?" Okay, so there's a fellow. His name is John Mellencamp. 
he went into rock and roll and stuff. And when producers and stuff got a hold of him, they said, nobody's going to listen to anyone called John Mellencamp. That's kind of boring. So he was named Johnny Cougar, which he didn't know of. They changed his name without telling him, put it on an album. Oops, it's for sale. He's like, nobody calls me Johnny. So then he moved to John Cougar. And in the journey to get his name back, he then became John Cougar Mellencamp to then take back his rightful place as John Mellencamp. It's a journey. He's a guy that said, fuck your stage name. I will get mine back. But you don't see many people doing. Well, we have Tandy. Tandy Newton is now Tandaway Newton, her real name. So we got that sort of thing going. Yeah. Um, But yeah, he, he came back. John Mellencamp is... You know, he was born and raised in Seymour, Indiana. Still lives here in Bloomington, Indiana. Where Jessica and I, well, Jessica and I don't live in Bloomington, but we live in Indiana. And uh, this video today for Hurt So Good was filmed in Medora, Indiana, which is just southwest of his hometown of Seymour, where Mellencamp was born and raised. I've been to Seymour, and those of you who know lyrics to like Jack and Diane, there is no tasty freeze. So you can't get a Coney dog or chili dog and suck it down <laughs> there. There's no tasting freeze there. That's fair. I have friends from Seymour, Indiana. I went to college with and stuff and that like the, the Mellencamp family still kind of a big deal. Like you'll hear like they talk about his, I believe his father's no longer around, but his parents were stuff like they would know if John was around. John was, he was a big deal. It's a small, <laughs> small town. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah, he did, he does not lie. He was born in a small town. Um, yeah, it's cool is that like he, even when he was coming up, he'd like go into the Bob and Tom show on Q95 because it was local in the 80s. Mm-hmm. So he would still go in and do stuff with them. He recorded live music at the Static Shack, which mm-hmm. is um, like the recording studio that Tom owns where we still have our offices. Mm-hmm. So Mellencamp's actually performed live there. And then what, two years ago, before 2020, it must've been like 2019, he mm-hmm. came in and was in the studio um, and he played a little bit, but he smoked the entire time. And he now- looks like, like if you want to, if you want to add for not smoking kids, take a look at John Mellencamp over the and years. It's not legal technically to smoke inside of the building, but it was like old school radio. And mm-hmm. uh, Tom was just like, you could see he was giddy as a schoolboy because, I mean, he did not ever, like, as soon as the cigarette was out, he had another one lit. And then we had to put the air purifying system in, like, all weekend to try to get the smoke smell out, <laughs> which we did, and it was fine. And he was a great guest on the show, but it, yeah. it was really cool to see, like, it's the only time I think I could see even, like, old school radio yeah. in person. You know what I mean? As opposed right. to, because, I mean, you know, 2019, you're not smoking inside of a building. You barely see people smoke anymore, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Unless you're outside, so, uh, and he's rough around the edges, so because he doesn't care, uh, which is kind of cool to see. Yeah, oh, he's yeah, and it, it's cool to see. Like he has never like, it's crazy that like Indiana has stayed where he wants to be and has never left his mind and port. Like he, you don't see a lot of people who hit big like him really stay where they're at or right. Be, like you'd think he'd a, granted. Ask a kid today who John Mellencamp is in somewhere other than Indiana in the United States. They're probably like, who? But the fact that the man was pretty dominant force for 
multiple decades. Also, he is one of the founders of Farm Aid that runs that every year with Willie Nelson, Neil Young, and the Dave Matthews. So they have that thing going on. And yeah, the thing I like about him too is he has always had with his recording of his albums. I don't know too much in depth about John Mellencamp, his history and stuff. I do dig his music and stuff, but um, he likes to. He's. I think when it comes to music and recording, he's a big history buff, and he's always bringing in vintage instruments and recording equipment to try to do new things with them or try to get certain sounds and things like that. I believe he recorded one of like his, I'd say recent, but it's probably within the last 10 years, he did like an album that was done in the process that like a 1950s record would have been done. Like all the instruments, like he bought all these antique instruments, all these antique recording equipment and did an album like that. So there's kind of a nerdiness to John Mellencamp that I don't think is there of the cool guy that sit and just smokes while he's in the studio in 2000 whatever to <laughs> to just sit and chief but um yeah very very interesting stuff and it reminds me that reminds me i listened to a pod i used to listen to this it was a horror podcast and they they did the recordings in a studio and they had lance henriksen as their guest once you know who lance henriksen is do you remember mm-hmm. bishop from aliens if you saw him you'd know him he's in the movie Pumpkinhead. He was in the original Terminator. Um, oh, he was on that show Millennium back in the night, the X Files. Gotcha. Yeah, that guy. And he was there interviewing him, and he's like, oh, "They, they're like, oh, well, you can't smoke in here." He's like, "Oh, oh." He's like, "Well, should we, should we take a break? We'll all go smoke or whatever." He's, they're like, "Oh, wait, you can, we can pause and you can go out." He's like, "You wait, none of you, none of you smoke." They're like, "No." He's like, "A bunch of fucking pussies in here. Nobody smokes." <laughs> I'm like, "Jesus, dude!" Like. Wow. That's funny. But yeah, so uh, John Mellencamp, you and Lance. Sorry. (laughs) You and Lance need to hook up, uh, Mr. Mellencamp. But yeah, yeah, this video he does here in Indiana, like a lot of his videos, he comes back to Indiana to film them. So a lot uh, cheaper. Yeah, a lot cheaper. And yeah, probably get a lot of volunteers too. Uh, This is directed by Bruce Gower. He does. Other Mellencamp videos, Queen music videos, Genesis. He was doing videos in the seventies before they were like a thing. When they were just like a slight promotional product, he would do. He did something called does something called kid songs. Pretty prominent. I don't know what they are, but it was his credits. He does stand up specials for George, Jerry Seinfeld, George Carlin, Richard Lewis. But then he is like an award show director. Like he's done a multiple MTV Movie Awards. Uh, the VMAs in the '90s, like like Blockbuster Music Award, like all the like he directs shitloads of these things. That's like all he's done since like Dang. mid to late '90s. So, but yeah, this one uh, basically, uh, Bellingham plays in a diner kind of place. I wouldn't call it a bar. It looks like one of those it's like, like a, I'm gonna pull a tasty up, freeze without yeah, pull the, up to the uh, bar, get a milkshake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So which attracts lots of like. Leather, bandanas, vests, dancing. What do you call that? It's not a leather bathing suit that women are wearing, but it's like a, it looks like a bathing suit, but well, is it like a leotard or what would that be? Yeah, I don't. With some pantyhose, but it's like, it just seems like it'd be really uncomfortable to wear leather. Right. And also women back in the eighties, I'm noticing not to objectify their bodies, but it's like <laughs> a lot of flat butts. And I'm mm. like, I would fit in cause I'm losing my butt. So it's like, oh, <laughs> 
I was like, my butt kind of looks like the pancake butt, you know? And there you kind of forget about that look. <laughs> well, Again, the- I appreciate them. They're very beautiful. And it's like, oh, wow. Different yeah. styles. So not just uh, what the outfits are, but what women worked on, I guess. Right. You know well, there's I mean? like the, the late 80s, early 90s, like long butt thing, like with the buns of steel yes. and stuff where it was like you tried to make your butt look like long or something. I don't know what that was. It was real weird. Yeah. But yeah, there. Speaking of women, though, this is a lot of dudes in this video. Like, <laughs> it's all dudes. There's these two women dancing at the bar with like fishnets, leather, and like one of them has a big chain with padlocks. It's like the Russell Crowe chain. That's not that comfortable. Pulling, but yeah, yeah it's like I, around her, and I hope it's plastic. I hope it's a Halloween yeah. toy. Versus here, put this real chain on. We want this to. Right. Be authentic. We do later, like late in the video, we get a pop of some women that appear toward the end, and one's like super towny looking, and the other looks like she like got transplanted from Holland into the video. She's got like these big braided Goldilocks, and she like <laughs> shows up like, ah, like real quick in the, the crowd in the bar. Like, like when we get a close-up, let's add women, because all the far shots are just, ah, rude. Women dancing, John Mellencamp singing. I would say, based off the crowd, I could tell it was shot in Indiana before oh, yeah. you told me that. I was like, yes. look at all my Midwestern folks. Hello. Yeah. Like, they, those are our people. Yeah. I, yeah. It's <laughs> super Indiana. Um, yeah. He, like, rides on motorcycles through in an, on interesting parts of Indiana. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And uh, yeah, they march down the street with the park bike. Like he's got the girls from the bar, and they're washing down the street, and all the bikes are on the side. Like, vroom, vroom, yeah, they're all trying to grab her. I think as they go by, or maybe they're trying to grab John. Mm-hmm. Like, do you see how they're like reaching over the handlebars on the motorcycles? Like, oh no, I can't get them. I, uh, <laughs> it just hurts so good. I want them, and I just can't have them. Maybe I that's guess. like the chain of the padlocks because it hurts so good. Like, oh. yeah. Like, this is just this is like we got nothing for them. Let's just have fun. And what is do you want? It's like do? a little BDS or what do you call it? Like a you know bondage action going on. Little little spikers. I was trying to say. Well, they're not going to cruising like that. We know that. Uh, yeah. But so yeah, it's got to be that way around. But yeah, it's uh, interesting. But it fits the song, I guess. The vibe, the vibe at least does. At least it makes it goes with the beat of the song. Mm-hmm. Like you pointed out in other videos we've talked about, they're kind of jumping around and they're clapping. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just matches, yeah, the beat, the vibe versus yeah. nothing super artsy. Yep. It's a performance video. And it's like, okay, how are we going to present the performance? Mm. Let's sing at the camera. Great. Yep. Dancing Let's on bars. That. Hurts so good. Yeah. Mr. Cougar. We we call a college my roommates that were from Seymour or whatever because I lived with some for a while and the, we call him the Coog. <laughs> he was by far John Mellencamp by then, but um, yeah, but yeah, I remember it was funny. Like I didn't find out for the longest time. Like so I was like somewhere when I was like okay, I think I was running around the time when his Dance Naked album came out, the one with Wild Nights, oh, yeah, yeah. that cover, mm-hmm. that like I found out he was like from India and I was like, oh, that's really cool. So you got you got Michael Jackson and John Mellencamp. And Axl Rose. And Shelley Long. That was who we had. Yep. Aww. Yep. Um, there's more than that. There's some guy mm-hmm. from Days of Our Lives too, I think. I think, I think Mick Foley. Is, Is Mick, Mick Foley, Foley from Indiana? Hold on. That guy from Survivor that looks like Mick Foley's from Indiana. 
Rupert. Rupert, yeah. He was born, Mick Foley was born in Bloomington, Indiana. Okay. That? Hi, Mick. You're welcome. That's, You're random Hoosiers. But yeah, I, I, I will say, like, I was... <laughs> I, w- I, I will on the show do Jack and I at it sometime because that was a video that was on my list that I hadn't got to yet. And then, like, I wanted to pick up Mellencamp for this. And I'm like, ah, oh, man. All right. Well, so we're doing Hurt So Good, but we will we will talk Jack and Diane at some point here in the summer of 82 at 40. Um, but, yeah, this is this is Hurt So Good. There's not a lot to talk about. We've talked side stuff about Mellencamp, but, you know, and the fact that the director... Uh yeah, he's a award show maniac. So here we go. But yeah, the it's a pretty good Mellencamp album. Um, so yeah, this is his big commercial breakthrough. He did have that song "I Need a Lover," which hit him big in Australia, and then they re-released it here. It was a big hit for him too. But he had like a couple albums where he really got you got you got a chance to warm up and keep going. You don't get that nowadays. You got to hit right. right away. Like I was reading an article uh, about how like. Pink Floyd would have never made it today. Like they would, like they didn't become the Pink Floyd we knew and got people paid attention till later. And they were allowed to grow as a band in studio and throughout our studio and touring throughout. And that wouldn't happen now, like, oh, unless they just like release stuff on YouTube and right, yeah, kind of got famous that way. And then true, but true yeah now i guess i mean i look at like when i <laughs> i do stuff for this show like i go through a lot of cover videos because i i use popular music in some of my audio and a cover song won't get picked up um that's not registered and man that's that's so if you want to get views make covers <laughs> people watch those like crazy it's insane so there we go. But uh, that'll do it for this week on the show. And um, here on Summer of 82 at 40, uh, Jessica, you'll be back one more time for this. One yeah. more time. Everybody's making their last rounds now, but we're going to close out with Jessica at the end of this uh, with you here. But until then, where can people keep up with you? Um, over on Twitter, I'm at JN Olsman and Instagram at Jessica Olsman. And I'm over at the Bob and Tom show. You can find some more fun stuff there at bobandtom.com. All right. And I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Brad4KUHD. The show returns Monday again. Scott and I back at it, doing stuff, talking things, summer of 82. Uh, but until then, stay from Foss. Summer of 82 Thank you for listening. The Brandon Peters Show is a Creative Zombie Studios production. Produced by Brad Shoemaker and Brandon Peters. Written and edited by Brandon Peters. Announcer vocals by Jessica Alsman. Theme song by Metavari. Web design and show art by Brad Shoemaker with Brandon Peters. All music and clips featured in the episode are property of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. The Summer of 82 at 40 and News of the Moment themes by Press Maxson. Additional information on this and other episodes at thebrandonpetershow.com. For any inquiries, press opportunities, or sponsorship, contact mail at thebrandonpetershow.com. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere podcasts are found.